can't believe it. That Philip brought his little brother on our mission into orbit? How long until we get there? How long until we get there? How long until we get there? No, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with Geico. What's this button do? What's this button do? What's this button do? What's this button do? No, 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 don't touch that. Believe it, Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips Combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries. What is the sanctuary of sweet truth? It is a beacon in a storm of anger, hate, and misinformation. Here the truth is you are free to be yourself and stand by your own moral compass. Live by it. And you can be in the Life's Hall of Fame. The distance, you can run the mile. You can walk straight through hell with a smile. You could be the hero, you could get the gold. Breaking all the records they thought never could be broke. Yeah, do it for your people, do it for your pride. You're never gonna know if you never even try. Do it for your country, do it for your name. Cause there's gonna be a day when you're Well, hello everyone, I'm Billy Dees, and this is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. With me is Sugar Shane. How are you doing, Shane? Doing good. How about you, man? Hey, I'm doing okay. If you've never checked out our program before, we're real easy to find. You can find us on Twitter at, what is it, Sweet Truth Radio? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Hey, we all have bubbles. Uh, hey, at Sweet Truth Radio, and we also have a Facebook page. It's the um, Sanctuary of Sweet Truth just on Facebook, isn't that correct? You usually yeah, handle it. that. Yeah, it is. We're up to over 200 followers, so that's pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say, I noticed the last time that I uh, checked it out, it seemed like there was uh, quite a number of people on there. Um, on our uh, Twitter account, and if you don't know this, you don't necessarily have to have a Twitter account to look up somebody's Twitter account. Now, to interact with them, to send them a tweet or something, you do. But it's essentially just, a, I guess, a mini web page. And on that Twitter page, which is Sweet Truth Radio, at Sweet Truth Radio, there is the link to all of our podcasts. We're live on Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're also live Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, you can check out any of the shows at any time that you want. That's one of the the nice things about a podcast is they're on demand. You can check any of of our past shows out or one that you missed or what have you. So feel free to do that. We don't necessarily have to be on the air for you to tweet us. You can tweet us something. We'll get it eventually, and uh, maybe we'll tweet you back, or we could use it as uh, material for the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, please yeah. tweet us anything you want to tweet. We'll use it on, we'll use it on the show in, any kind, in, in the same fashion you deliver it. <laughs> right. Now, you had said something at the end of the last show that you wanted to talk about. Did you want to do that tonight? or I got a little, or, I got a little synopsis of it. I found a little something I Googled about. The, it's about the Paradise Papers. Okay, go ahead. And, 
And it's, what it is is a leak that is a trove of 13.4 million files, mostly taken from the offshore law firm. I think it's pronounced Apple by Apple B, but it's spelled Apple with B Y at the end. Okay. Uh, the files were leaked to. Uh, God, I can't even pronounce that. Seduce Zutting is some German newspaper that took hold of the Panama Papers in April 2016. What it boils down to is uh, a lot of offshore money being funneled out. Uh, There's a new global industry that caters to money that moves around the world. This money moves through the tax havens, and it's moved to evade taxes to hide assets to steal money. Right. Day one of the disclosures Sunday revealed that some big names are involved, among them 120 politicians. Sunday, or Donald Trump's Commerce Secretary, Wilbur Ross, has also been named. Uh, he uh, has a stake in shipping firm that receives millions of dollars a year in revenue from a company whose key owners include, guess what, Russian President Vladimir Putin's son-in-law and a Russian tycoon sanctioned by the U.S. Treasury Department as a member of Putin's inner circle. Said a report that... (laughs) So the only reason why we should be concerned, it goes over down what it says why you should be concerned, while in most cases putting your money offshore and outside of your country's financial regulations is legal, many argue hiding from the tax man is unfair. Critics say governments have been slow to deal with it. The amount of money involved in huge... Boston Consulting Group estimates $10 trillion are held in these offshore financial centers. It's not like it's a little bit of money. It's like they're saying up to $10 trillion. There's been people in, uh, been involved with with names such as Queen Elizabeth. Mm. So uh, where it's going to go from there, I don't know. I doubt anything comes of it simply because it's the rich and the rich gets richer. So, I mean, I doubt anybody's yeah. going to clap down on them. And, I mean, I don't have any problem with people sending money offshore funds, you know, whatever. But like I said, like I said there, it shouldn't be used to evade your taxes. Yeah. So that's pretty much what it boils down to, just tax evasion. These rich people are trying to get away with it, and now they're finding out about it. But I thought it was pretty ironic that that guy did have connections with uh, Vladimir Putin, and that's where his money was funding through. Yeah. Yeah, these um, offshore accounts, that can get kind of – complicated I, I, I don't, and i don't know all the ins and outs of this by any stretch of the imagination but you know there's corporate taxes there's personal taxes there's other things and i i don't doubt that the corporate tax rate of the united states is probably a bit high so what happens with a lot of these corporations is they move their offices around so they're not beholden to the entire united states tax code and uh, <clears throat> a lot of them say they simply can't afford to uh, you know, have their complete offices and, and, and operations in the United States, but then they turn around and they uh, contract out a lot of their manufacturing and things that needs to be done offshore as well. They go to China and all those other places, which is fine, but then they turn around and make the bulk of their profits in the United States. So they don't pay the taxes they should in the United States. They're not employing the workers in the United States, but they're selling their products in the United States. And that's when I really start to feel that we sh- we should do something about that. Right, right. I mean, you can't you cannot sustain an economy that way if everybody does that. Yeah. So I agree. If you go to if you go to make your money here, you should pay your employees here, and you know things like that. Yeah. Well, even if they contract out, they should at least be paying the proper uh, taxes here. Yeah, and uh, and and that's this gets into another subject too. I, well, I, I don't I'm like little, it. I don't like it when they pay a quarter 
for a Chinaman to make a pair of damn Nikes they sell over here for one hundred and fifty dollars. Well, you, you, that's you know, labor problems in China are a problem, just like they they are here in the United States. However, I feel that 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 problem has been exploited to vilify American companies who do business over there. The fact of the matter is, is that the middle class is exploding in China, unlike it is here, because of the fact that there are more and more uh, people now making money. Okay, and, and most of that is in manufacturing. And that gets back to what a lot of these politicians say about, well, China's stealing our jobs. I'm not sure if stealing is the right word. We've talked about this before on right. the show. The fact of the matter is um, with uh, production skills, uh, vocational skills, there's only so many of them in the United States. And China has geared their economy. They not only encourage um, traditional school, but they also encourage you know electronics and, and all these other things. Um, you would be very hard pressed to find a million people in the United States who have the vocational skills that the people do in China. Oh yeah, and uh, evidence of that is these hurricanes. These are hurricanes that have come through. They need a lot of people to run wires and do these things, and they can't find them. Yeah. There aren't people here in the United States who can do that work. Uh, people too busy going to college doing other shit. People who can do that work right now are making money hand over fist. I mean, they're they're getting paid, you know, a hundred dollars an hour or whatever, which is fine because they have the skills that are in demand. Right. But but the point is is that um, you know there, there aren't enough people to fix the electric, to fix the internet, to fix the plumbing, and all this other stuff. Um, and, and rebuild these homes, reset foundations. There's only so many people who know how to do that stuff in the United States. So um, I, I would be very careful about just throwing that out there. Well, China's stealing. They're doing it because they're they're gearing their economy, they're gearing their educational system toward being, you know, efficient at building stuff. So I understand the predicament that a lot of American companies are in when they simply cannot get the stuff built or can't get it built affordably here in the United States. To stay in business, they have to contract out. But my only thing is, is if you're going to do that and make a lot of profit, then you should be paying taxes on it. Yeah. That's my that's my point with all that. It ain't like it was 100 years ago. 100 years ago, man, you had the, you know, the immigrants when they were coming over here you know irish italians and whatnot and, and they were coming here and they had trades and they were helping build these cities that we're now so happy to live in i mean you, you go to some of the architecture and stuff in some of these major cities like boston new york and things like that a lot of those cities were built by immigrants but there's no question a lot of those Absolutely. buildings yep. and they were built with trades that they had in america they just don't have it anymore yeah but, but you're right they don't you can't even find a damn good plumber hardly anymore. Yeah. He comes in there and he just he says, okay, I'll take care of it. And then you're off in the living room and he's in there about doing fixing your toilet with the same damn thing you could have bought at Walmart and done yourself. Right. So, I mean, yeah, it's not really a, yeah, it's changed a lot. I agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll kind of pick up where we began our last podcast. I was talking about um, football culture. Oh, okay. Here in uh, specifically in, in in Canton in the Canton Massillon area, 
but it's it, it's throughout Northeast Ohio, and it's certainly through Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan. I mean, there's a lot of that mentality, and it's all over the country. I mean, there's no question about that. I, I would say in this area, though, football is you know real football, you know, in the trenches type thing, Green Bay and all that. Traditionally, that's the uh, uh, the football culture that I was I was speaking about. And I was saying how I have a problem with a certain amount of it. It's one thing when it's entertainment. It's another thing, you know, when you're going to go out on Sunday afternoon and you're going to have a tailgate party and you're going to trash talk the other team. I mean, that's all part of the fun of it. Okay. But I gave some examples during our last podcast of some of the ridiculous, out-of-whack perspectives we have about professional athletes. And uh, it came to my attention within the last, oh, within the last day or so. That, uh, you know, we had some rough weather here the other day in Ohio and uh, over the weekend. Um, there was you know quite a few areas that were hit pretty hard. Now, for the most part, Ohio doesn't have catastrophic weather too often. We don't have hurricanes and all that like Florida does. No volcanoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but occasionally, you know, we've had some, some pretty bad tornadoes. And uh, and even a bad storm can be pretty awful. And uh, I, uh, from what I understand, a lot of the local television stations and a lot of the uh, uh, local radio stations broke with their programming of NFL football, and they were started. They were talking about uh, these weather alerts. They were talking about tracking the storm. It was moving, I believe, from west to east across the state, and it was going through, you know, any number of areas. And there were people, a lot of them, bitching to these television stations that the football games were being preempted. Now, this is... This is what do you mean by that? They were, they, were, they were being taken off. Oh. Yeah, they, they, they uh, uh, cut into the programming of, of the football games. Well, I thought they were all pile up. I thought NFL ratings and all that shit was supposed to be going down anyway because of the people taking a knee. Well, that that may be true, but the people that were <laughs> that wanted to watch the games were pissed off. Oh, that's, I agree the with damn you. damn weathermen were on there talking about these, these storms. Mm-hmm. Now, this is exactly what I, what, what I was talking about earlier. Is it really that important? To be watching these games when people's lives could be at risk. Is it really that important? I think the weather, uh, when it's danger like it, takes uh, precedence over a damn football game. Well, actually, it not only ethically is, but from what I understand, now you went to broadcast school. I'm pretty sure FCC regulations mandate that public safety takes precedence over everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that has to come before any of that shit. You know, and it even it becomes, uh, in terms of the broadcast company, they are whether they make any money on the advertising or not. If there's a, if there is a crisis going on, um, they are obligated to inform the public. Well, imagine if they didn't get on there and tell it, and they said, "Oh, we better not get on there. There's a football game. We might get some backlash." And the people die because yeah. they didn't get on there and tell it. I mean, because of a football. Yeah, <laughs> that's stupid. Uh, that that is, um, you know, that that just speaks to that mentality. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know what? It, it's it's not as it, it's it's not as isolated as you may think it is. 
it, no, it's we, not. We have, we have a societal problem. You know, we yeah. can talk about politicians. We can talk about that stuff all day long. And, yeah, there's some bad ones out there. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that the public isn't so hot either. Well, the reason why we got the politicians we got is because of the way of society's thinking. Oh, they're, yeah. They're the ones that we, voted them in. We have a representative government, and uh, we're getting what we deserve. Exactly. Speaking of which, we're going to slide into uh, one of our little stories here. Um, we're going to talk about this um, this guy in Alabama. Oh. Yeah, this guy's name is Roy Moore. He is a GOP nominee in Alabama for oh, the United yeah. States Senate. I heard a little bit about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the sexual allegations are just coming out of the woodwork. Wow. I mean, they're, they're they're coming out of everywhere. And apparently, I'm not sure how old this guy is, but apparently back when he was in his 30s, there are allegations that he had a quote-unquote relationship with a 14-year-old girl. Mm. And there's more uh, stories coming out about him and teenagers from that time. And even Mitch McConnell said if these allegations are true, he must step aside. Yeah. Uh, John McCain of Arizona said the allegations against Roy Moore are deeply disturbing and disqualifying. So, you know, um, here's yet another one. Why would you even run? Not saying what he did was right. What he did was... If what he's been... Right. If what they're accusing him of is true, why would you even run for office knowing that they're going to pull every skeleton you got out of the damn closet? Oh, yeah. That's sure. stupid. But I hope he's innocent. But you know, hell, you know how it is. If they got something on you, if they can pull this out, nine times out of ten, where there's smoke, there's fire. So, in all probability, there's something there. I'm not saying if it's exactly what they said, but there's something there. But it doesn't surprise me with Alabama. Jesus. <laughs> we'll, we'll just let that speak. You know how you can tell? You know how you can tell when Alabama woman gets married? Oh my! How's that? Tobacco stains on both sides of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd just leave you with that one. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I don't hate on Alabama. Now any Alabama listeners, I'm not hating on you. You know, it's just a Georgia Alabama. Like said, I'm from Georgia, uh, so you know the Georgia Alabama rivalry. So it's just a rivalry. <laughs> like you see, uh, you know you're a redneck when, yeah, you know you're a redneck when. You've been married more than once, and you still have the same in-laws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it happens. <laughs> I've seen it. Not in my family, but I know of some that have. <laughs> the one thing he always used to say that always used to crack me up, because I used to sell consumer electronics. Um, you know you're a redneck when you're TV is the stand for your new TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen uh, that, too. And I'll have to uh, say that yeah, was my I've family. Seen, I've seen that up here in Ohio many times. I've many seen times. that with my dad. My dad, he had a big box TV that sat on the floor. And when it went out, he just went out and bought him like a 19-inch television and set it right smack on top of the old one. <laughs> and that's what it was. 
Yeah. My daddy was redneck as redneck could be. I ain't going to lie about that. Look, you and me. Go ahead. He was just country. That's all. He was just. He wasn't like a racist bigot redneck. He was just. No. Con- he was just country as hell. Yeah. Actually, most of them are, and I, I believe there's a uh, there's a certain charm to that very basic, simplistic um, overview of life that people like that have. Oh yeah. You know, it, it's cut and dry. Yeah. You know? And there's a certain charm that comes with that. I, I'm not sure I can explain it, but uh, I have found those people to be uh, very heartwarming to be around. Uh, there's some of the so, best people to sit on a porch and just talk to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, just to sit out on a porch with them right there and shoot they over. Ding! You know, hell, I just yeah. talk right along with them. Uh, I don't have no problem with them. You know, my daddy was country. Most of his family was country. I just I didn't have no problem hanging with them at all. Now you're pretty good with uh, comedians and all that. You follow all that. Do you, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if this guy says the S in his name or not. This uh, Louis C.K. or is it Louis C.K.? Do you it's know Louis, Louis C.K. Yeah, I've heard about that one too. Yeah, okay. you heard about this? I heard a little bit about it, not a lot, but I've heard a little bit. Comedic actor Louis Louis C.K. became the latest actor embroiled in a sex scandal on Thursday when the New York Times published a report. And this is according to CNN, with allegations from five women. Good and, Lord. Yeah, apparently um, uh, these women allege that CK acted inappropriately, including masturbating in front of them. Apparently. <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, how far did that go, though? I mean, I can't. I can't. I don't know. Apparently, he used to stand and he used to invite women into his his room or whatever, you know, for the for the purpose of talking about comedy or about the shows or whatever, and he'd take off all his clothes and, you know, right in front. I, okay, yeah, but see, the, you got to get the visual on this now. I mean, I'm not not really. I mean, you don't want to get the visual, but I'm just saying. All right, the dude invites them in, but they're standing there while he's taking his clothes off, while he's doing his deed, and they ain't left the room yet. Yeah, I, well, I don't know what happened in this I case. mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it should have been, as soon as he started taking his pants off, whoa, shit, I'm getting the hell out of here. That would have been the stopping point right there. So when you start telling me he's masturbating in front of these women, I mean, how far did he go? Did he reach the whole deal? Because if they did, they must have stood there for a few damn minutes. Yeah. I mean, unless he's like, you know, Howard Stern said he don't last but a minute. But, I mean, he said that on live air one time. I was like, God damn. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know. Uh, th- some of these uh, girls say he you know, locked the door behind them and all that, and they had to, like, go around him. I, I mean, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. That might be the case. I, I don't know the whole. Okay. You know, and here again, uh, that, you know, that some of these. That starts to piece here. it a little bit more together if he was trying to be abrasive about it. You know, that puts a little more into the picture. I thought they meant he was just sitting in his chair with his legs propped up nonchalant. I, I don't know. <laughs> but it, it's, it's here again, it, like you said, this seems like a lot of these stories come out. Um, I I don't know if if any of these stories about him. Uh, that was a partial quote from. Let me see. Roseanne Barr told the Daily Beast she was aware of the stories about his alleged behavior. It's CK locking the door and masturbating in front of the women comics and writers. She said, "I can't tell you. I've heard so many stories." Blah blah blah. Yeah. So this is um, wow. this apparently. I, I hear again from. From the comedic circles, a lot of these people are saying that this is not news. That this God. was this has 
well known about him for a long time. I mean, these people are entertainment. Do they not know this shit's going to come out? I mean, what the hell? But yeah, if you're going to do something, make sure you do something that it ain't going to make a fuck if it comes out. Yeah. Like I said before, you know, people was, you know, there's just certain things you don't do. And that's one of them. Yeah. You don't sexually assault nobody. You don't invite them in your room to do stuff that people don't want you to do. Well, here, my thing is this. If you're if somebody famous, and I had um, a touch of this years ago when I used to work the nightclub circuits, and, and a lot of people knew who I was. Um, you know, I would go out on a date or something and uh, have a conversation, and I might say something personal. Uh, to one of these women, you know, a personal experience or something. And uh, a week or two later, somebody just out of the blue that I barely know would come up and ask me about it. And from that aspect, I have to say, if if if, if you are going to get involved with somebody famous, and if it's, um, you know, if they happen to be married and uh, or if they happen uh, you know, to have something about their their life that they know you want that, that they want kept quiet. Um, you should keep your mouth shut. I, right. I think a lot a lot of these celebrities are betrayed for thirty pieces of silver. Oh yeah, I agree. You know, to have their uh, their stories be told by if people. Rosie Wood was one of them because she yeah she's a, I don't trust her as far as I can well, throw her. Well, yeah, I'm, and I'm not saying. The, I'm not tying these two together. What I am saying is I have some empathy for some of these celebrities because it's very hard for them to live a normal life. Okay, Anytime they open up to somebody and every time they meet somebody and they want to let that person into their life, they always have to, in the back of their mind, say, is this person, is this, is this going to end up on entertainment tonight? Is this going to end up on inside edition? Right. Okay. Um, so with that being said, you would think that in these types of situations, they would be extra, extra careful. You have to be careful. That's I can honestly say. be engaging in lewd activity. Right. You know damn well, especially if it's unwanted, that it, that it could be all over all over the country. And, 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 these, and these, who are these dumbasses that are leaving these dirty voicemails and everything? I mean, how, how many times does this have to happen where people learn their lesson? Is any time you record something in this day and age, Man, I would record be all nothing. over the world. Don't send photos, don't send videos, don't send shit. I can honestly say that I ain't got nothing. If I was a hit entertainment today, that if anybody came to me, I'm not saying I've been a saint, because ain't nobody in this world a saint. But if somebody come to me, I couldn't look at them and just go, and? It wouldn't ruin my career, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and I mean, you don't do stupid shit like that. You don't send out photos. That oh, hell no, that's just dumb as shit. Or, or yeah, like what's what's his name? Uh, damn, goddamn, they had a name Wiener, like that dumb son of a bitch. Oh yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, I, I still say he changed his last name just to suit his damn picture. <laughs> you can't damn, you can't even damn write no better than that. Right, right. but. Yeah, you got to be careful with your lifestyle, old man. I mean, even even if you're not in entertainment, now we're talking about from an entertainment standpoint, of course. But even if you're not in entertainment, if you don't want your family affected, you don't want everybody else affected around you, don't do dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just stupid. And well, actually, that that leads into you know dumb shit. I'll tell you that leads into <laughs> Brand Paul. 
have you heard about uh, his little altercation with his neighbor? No, I haven't heard about this one. This was really, really strange. Apparently, Rand Paul, a U.S. senator, was involved in an altercation with a neighbor. It had some sort of a dispute with, they're not sure, but some sort of a dispute about hedge trimmings or leaves or some kind of shit like that in these guys' yards. <laughs> okay. And it, it, it's it's not on the surface so much a cute little story. Rand Paul was attacked. Damn. So badly that he ended up with six fractured ribs and uh, bruises to his lungs, and he had difficulty breathing and everything else. So this was a very hard-hitting attack. This wasn't two guys throwing rakes at each other. Damn, okay. that's a price it leaves. And uh, there's no, apparently they don't know of any witnesses yet. This guy was was a next-door neighbor, and this guy was also a doctor. This guy was an anesthesiologist. And he lived next door to Rand Paul for about 17 years, they said. And the story is that he blindsided him by tackling him and throwing him to the ground. And here again, apparently, according to CNN, it seemed that this had been due to a long-running feud over leaves and lawn clippings over oh the property. God. So, uh, I don't know. This is another one of those... Uh, Truth is stranger than fiction type story. Oh yeah. I mean So is he going to uh, is he going to sue his neighbor? Apparently he uh, uh, I mean that's only part of it. I from what I understand he's planning their uh, I'm sure Press the district charges. attorney. Yeah, because breaking ribs, I mean that's beyond a uh, an yeah. argument. Yeah, I don't know exactly what he did to him, but he must have like really nailed the shit out of him. Yeah, I mean that's uh that's definitely it's a physical yeah, that's uh, that's definitely. Um, I don't even know, you know how he's going to work. A criminal case. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how he's going to work for a while because hell, he ain't even be able to breathe. Yeah, I mean, and from what I understand, broken ribs. I mean, there's not too much you can do for them. No, nah, you just have to tape them. That's all you can do. Yeah. So, um, uh, man, I, I I kind of uh, waffle on on Rand Paul. There are times when I listen to him. Yeah, I really out. What's that? I'm in and out too. There's sometimes yeah. he says something that makes sense, and other times it's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, but he's—I would definitely say this. He's an odd guy. Yeah, yeah. Do you support him or not? He just seems like, um, like an odd dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he don't seem like so. somebody I'd have over for dinner. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So anyway, I don't know uh, uh, what happened there. Uh, other than these were, uh, you know, a pretty bad fight, and uh, I don't know that uh, yeah, that seems like a shit. you have a high-ranking person in government uh, getting involved in an altercation over what seems to be horseshit. Yeah, you know, I talking about. I guess he got to worry about legalizing weed. Weed's in his yard now. Yeah. <laughs> I, know he's, I think he was an advocate against it, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that I'm, I'm not sure where he stands on that, to be honest with you. But uh, getting back to football, uh, Bob Costas, we all know who he is. Oh, yeah. 
And, you know, there are times when uh, he obliviates <laughs> probably too much, obliviates a little too much. Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, but um, there, there are times when I, when he seems like a very intelligent man. And uh, he made a comment the other day that the future for the NFL seems to be very bleak. And he was pointing that largely at the direction of uh, the health, the diagnosis. Yeah, I just heard about a recent one. That uh, comes from, um, you know, uh, too many hits. And uh, I believe it's called chronic traumatic encephalopathy, if I'm saying that correctly. Encephalopathy, that's what I'm not sure how I'm saying that correctly, but um, I know it's, it's CTE. For, that's what the abbreviation. I know that, but I don't know the words for it. But yeah, I think it's encephalopathy. There, there it is. I think I got it there. Okay. But anyway, uh, yeah. And uh, for those of you who may not know, this is a, a condition that the brain gets um, after so many hits. In particular, the uh, the impacts that result in a concussion. And uh, uh, the New England Patriots tight end, uh, Aaron Hernandez, uh, you know, he was the guy who was convicted. And a lot of people are second-guessing his, his violent behavior uh, because of the fact that during autopsy, um, they found evidence of this. Now, from what I understand... This disease is very hard to diagnose when the person is living. Yeah. Okay, so um, they can only confirm it by dissecting the brain. Um, but more and more evidence is coming out now as they perform more autopsies and they are doing more studies that, um, uh, you know. The guy that did the autopsy on him. The guy that did the autopsy on him, he went on to say that in a case as young as he, this guy is, or yeah. was, he said it was the worst case of CTE he'd ever seen in his life of a person that young. He said that he said that was the worst case for that age, worst right. he'd ever right. seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm coming from a person who loves football. I love to watch football. I'm not going to quit watching football because if somebody stands or kneels, that's my prerogative. That's just me. I don't care. You know, it doesn't affect me one bit or the other. But I can understand where they're coming from, or Bob Costas, what, what he's where he's coming from. But case we can't continue to endanger lives due to a football game, and I don't know how they can make it any safer. To be honest, I mean, you've already got helmets, you've already got all this, pads, and everything else, and they've already stopped the helmet to helmet. Every now and then you have one by accident, or somebody's an asshole and does it on purpose, whatever the case may be, but they've stopped those, and you just, right. there's, there's no way to prevent it 100%. No, and if you make the game too safe, for lack of a better way of putting it, it's not football anymore. No. You're going to end up with a bunch of people playing flag flag football. Right. It's not going to be a contact sport anymore, so what do you do? Exactly. Then it would go downhill. Yeah. And and, and sadly, as we were saying at the beginning of the show about the weathermen, you would have the same people having this type of deal 
Oh, you can't take football off because of injuries, man. We got blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, take your fat ass out there. Get off the couch. Quit through eating your damn Cheetos a minute. Strap on a helmet, and you go out there and get the shit beat out of you, buddy. Yeah. And that's what you're going to have. You're going to have assholes that ain't going to think about nothing but themselves. I love football. I'd hate to see a bit gone. But in the same aspect, I can understand where they're coming from as far as endangering lives. And there has been a lot of these CTE cases being coming up here lately. Yeah. And I can understand where they're coming from in that aspect. And I can't take the damn low road and care about myself more than I do about the other people and the players out there. Yeah. And not only in the NFL, but in the college, in the high school level. All these, you got high school kids now playing football. Oh, yeah. Hitting hard. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, you got to think about all this. And everybody, and you got parents that'll be like, I want my son. The only thing you want your son to do is be a pro damn football player, as I've said on another podcast, so you can get your lazy ass sitting on the couch and you ain't got to worry about doing nothing. That's all right. that boils down to. And when your kids hit like that, and in the worst case scenario, and then if he gets CTE or a worst case scenario, he's paralyzed and can't damn walk, then what you going to think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the case of the pros, they're going to have to get to a point where, you know, there's a lot of allegations that a lot of the seriousness was kept from the players. Um, to what degree that happened, we can only speculate, but I wouldn't doubt it. Oh, I wouldn't either. Um, but now the cat's out of the bag, so to speak. Okay. The truth is out. So now these professional players are going to have to decide, you know, do I want to do this? Now you got to keep in mind on the, on strictly on the professional level, right? That these guys are well compensated for what they do. And if if they are doing this, knowing the risks, um, then that's their decision. Um, you know, to, to keep this in perspective, there's a lot of guys out there who are working really dirty jobs out there in the real world that don't have doctors checking them every five minutes. Right. And, I'm, you know, these football players get hurt, as, as tragic as that is and as horrible as it is. And I absolutely hate it when these television stations replay the, the injury from every angle and slow motion. Oh, and that, that, is just, that is just absolutely ridiculous. But the fact of the matter is that they have immediate expert care right on there, you know, right on them. You know, some factory worker breaks his leg. He's going to be sitting in an emergency room for three hours with a bag of ice on it before anybody even looks at it. Yeah. You know? Um, so from that aspect, you know, these are, these are millionaires and if they want to play the game, knowing that they may only play a few years making that kind of money and they want to make that kind of money when they can and take the risk, that's their choice. The only thing I could see possibly happening on the NFL side, if they haven't got this already, is that they come up with some kind of contract that every player will have to sign that they know the risk before they play it and it keeps them that's not probably liable. Happen, sure. it keeps them not liable for anything that happens to them because they're playing at yeah. their own risk and, you know the other thing that you brought up is is the more pertinent question because even in something like the nfl and, and some of the other pro leagues in, between the united states and canada you're still only talking about a, a very small number of people and when you start getting into the high school level, the grade school level, now you're all of a sudden talking about millions of kids. Right. 
And the the question becomes, um, how much of an impact is this having on their lives? Because they are not going to get the payoff that the pros are going to get. They may not know the risk that the, that, that uh, they're undertaking the way the pros do. So um, at what point do you have to say, I don't want my son to play this game anymore or my daughter to play this game anymore? And incidentally, you know, baseball, uh, minor league baseball can be very dangerous for, for young kids because they don't have the reflexes to get out of the way of a batted ball. Right. Um, they're, they're saying soccer now, you know, hitting the, the ball with your head and all that uh, has an accumulative uh, effect. Jesus. Uh, yeah, so, I mean. Hell, before long, it won't be nothing safe. Yeah, the only thing that's going to be safe to do is you're going to have to sit in the shade with sunblock on and eat broccoli. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's all you're going to be able to do. You might be able to play chess. Wear sunblock, sit in the shade, and drink water and eat broccoli, and that's all. That's it. Because everything else is going to kill you. I know. That's about what it's boiling down to. Man. Yeah. yeah. So, I love uh, baseball. Now. They ever give that up? I don't know. I mean, they all... Well, you know, with with baseball, I'm told it's been a while since I've researched this, but in, with baseball, you have more fatalities in in the very young kids than you do with football because wow. of the fact that they can't get out of the way of a line drive. They don't have the uh, reflexes. Well, I'll tell you another thing that makes it bad for them too is in little league, they don't use wooden bats. Okay, yeah, they, they use, use the they use aluminum bats. Yeah, and a baseball and in college too, I believe. Which yeah, is the dumbest know. shit I've ever heard of, because when a, especially at the college level, because you got pitchers in college who can pitch like a damn pro. Oh yeah, and a ball coming off of a damn aluminum bat travels at a higher velocity than it does when it's coming off a wooden bat. Yeah. So I have never understood why at least college has not ever changed the wooden bats. That is not that blows my mind every time I see a college game. I'm like, what in the hell are they thinking? Yeah. But I mean, you got a guy pitching ninety, ninety-five miles an hour on the mound, hitting that ball with a aluminum bat. I don't want to get hit with that son of a bitch. I'd be moving, so let the next son of a bitch get it. I I, uh, I uh, lost a ball in the sun when I was a uh, uh, a little league player, and that ball hit me on the cheekbone. And man, did that! I and I I <laughs> I had the imprint of the threads in my cheek. Oh wow. <laughs> I look like Frankenstein. Oh wow! Yeah, the threads of the, uh, uh, you know, how the ball is stitched together. Those threads cut me in a way you could see the. Uh, I, I don't know if I have that picture or not. My mom took a picture of me. The whole side of my face was black and blue, and I had, uh, uh, you know, the stitch, the, the the in my skin, the marks of the stitching of the ball, oh. uh, right in my, uh, right in my face. So. One of the worst Easter Sundays I ever had, I was young, I guess I was probably, I had to be 13 years old, somewhere in that range. <clears throat> we were at my mom's when she was still living down there in a the town that I lived in, in Georgia. And uh, we got done eating, we were all out playing baseball in the front yard, family game of baseball in the front yard. Okay. And uh, the ball went across the street. So I go over and pick the ball up, and I just lung it yeah. all the way across the street. Well, somebody told my aunt to duck. She didn't duck. She turned around, and his ball planted right on her nose, square. 
Her eyes was black instantly, broke her nose. Mm. Man, one of the worst Easter's I ever had by my life, man. Easter Sunday broke my aunt's nose with a baseball. Oh. Man, it was terrible. Blood everywhere. Oh, yeah. It bleeds like crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was awful. I wasn't even aiming for her. I just lunged it across the streets. I wasn't really trying to kill her or nothing. It was, but it's a good thing she did turn. I mean, I wish she'd have ducked what they said duck. But good thing she turned because if she hadn't turned, it would have hit her square in the back of the head. Yeah. That could have even been worse. Yeah. Because so, uh, I was, uh, I used to play ball. I, used, I, could, I could throw a ball pretty good <laughs> back, uh-huh. in the, back in the day. Right, right. So. Well, well, we're getting down to the last few yeah. minutes. Uh, yeah, I'll end with a, this story here. How, how long? About a minute. Go ahead. Oh, just real quick. Uh, horrible tragedy that shooting down in Texas. Pastor Frank Pomeroy, whose 14-year-old daughter was among the victims, mm. told leaders of the Southern Baptist Convention earlier that, uh, this is according to CBS News, that it would be, uh, couldn't use the church anymore. So what they're going to do is um, they're going to uh, take the uh, church down. It's going to be uh, demolished. Yeah, so. I don't blame her. It's a, lot very, of bad, very, a lot of bad memories there. Yeah, very sad uh, story down there. Best to start fresh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've, I've heard some stories uh, about what happened down there. Uh, some of these small kids that were just shot multiple times with a high-powered rifle at close range. God. Uh, yeah, I uh, I really don't know um, I don't what know to how say you about ever, Yeah, I don't even know how you recover from something like that. Yeah. Well, it'll take a while. They say time heals all wounds. I don't know how you heal something like that, though, even with No, time. I don't either. Well, we'll be back Monday night. Holler at you then at 10 o'clock. Until then, y'all have a good one. Getting tired of your lunch options? Change it up with Little Caesars Hot and Ready Lunch Combo. Wowee, the winds of change. Get four slices of pepperoni deep, deep dish pizza, plus a 20-ounce drink, now for only four bucks. Goodbye. Where are you going? Little Caesars, obviously. Get the Little Caesars Lunch Combo, now just four bucks, hot and ready, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. weekdays. Available at participating locations for a limited time plus tax. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.